Welcome to another episode of Yappin' with us. We are now on our final book of the Mortal Instruments, City of Heavenly Fire. But the Shadowhunter Chronicles are not over yet. We will be taking a slight break to chat about some other books, but we will be back shortly with the Infernal Devices. But enough shop talk. Let's start with the question we left off with last week. Who was your favorite character? This is a really hard question to answer because honestly, I didn't vibe with almost all of the characters. Um, I'd have to say the character that offended me the least is probably Raphael. I know we don't even talk about him that much, but he is an unproblematic queen, and I don't even care that he turned Simon into a vamp. He's got that bad boy energy mixed with soft boy, and it's it's delicious. Okay, so I have two answers. My first is Jay's. He what? was so hot and witty and smart. <laughs> Obviously, I'm joking. The incest thing, a major turnoff. Um, if, if, you, if that was your actual answer, I think I would have had to like press end on our friendship. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I would have to press end for me. Oh, no, no. <laughs> um, but I do think that my favorite character is Maya. I don't really have any reasons, but same thing applies where I didn't really like that many of the characters anyways so I liked her the most or I disliked her the least I guess Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that makes sense uh okay so now we're gonna move right into the plot synopsis so recap from City of Lost Souls Clary stabbed Jace with a big ass sword full of heavenly fire that severed the ties between him and Sebastian but by doing so she filled Jace with heavenly fire which basically made him into a human torch. And surprise, surprise, they can't be together because he burns her when they touch. Shockingly enough, (laughs) Clary and Jace's problems are not the epicenter of the universe, and Sebastian has actually made an entire army of endarkened warriors, which are basically shadow hunters that drank from the mortal cup but went to the dark side. And he made them to overthrow the clave and the world as they know it. So Sebastian offers the shadow hunter and shadow hunters an ultimatum. He wouldn't unleash his power upon the world for a single price. Clary and Jace in his clutches. The gang travels to the demon realm, Edom, which is where Sebastian currently resides to try and stop him. Man, this guy's obsessed. He needs to enough of this I want Clary thing. I don't get everyone's obsession with Clary, especially her brother's obsessions and by that I mean Jace in the first three books and now Sebastian in the next three she's such a pick me girl I don't like her (laughs) I really don't like her okay so we're gonna move into some maintenance issues there are some more but now I will go on like a major tangent about a couple things she talks about this constantly almost every time we bring up mortal instruments in (laughs) conversation she talks about this issue it's a big issue that I have. Okay, okay so my go. first thing, okay, like, here's an easy one. Um, Robert, right, Lightwood, that's the dad's name, mm-hmm. and Maurice, both of them, blue eyes. Okay, so genetically, all their children should have blue eyes, because it's a recessive trait, okay? But all right. Isabel has black eyes. Please explain that to me. Like, where did that come from? Mutation? No. I just don't accept it. The blue (laughs) eye thing is already the mutation. Anyways, so that's one thing. So biologically, Simran has an issue. 
I do. Okay, go on. The next thing is that everyone talks about Sebastian's black eyes and Valentine's black eyes. So that at the end of this book, um, when Sebastian gets stabbed, his eyes turn green. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? His dad had black eyes. So for what reason are they turning green? Like, what I'm saying is that they didn't have to. I know that it's like a dramatic thing. Oh my God, he's good now. His eyes aren't black. But are we saying that Isabel's evil then? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if your mom has green eyes and your dad has black eyes, you can have black eyes without being a demon. If your mom has blue eyes and your dad has blue eyes and you have black eyes, then okay, sure, you're a demon. I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> so basically, like, Sebastian could have easily had black eyes and it still would have been, like, genetically correct. I think yeah. the reason that they switched to green was just for for dramatic yeah you're right it was just for dramatic effect it, it didn't have to happen he definitely could have had black eyes he could have been born with it he could have been valentine's twin the but- only thing is valentine himself injected demon blood like into himself mm-hmm. so what was the color of his eyes before he started doing that i don't i don't know because i actually I think haven't it was read. always i think it was always black okay then i have a lot okay yeah then I still have issues I feel like Jocelyn would have like said something like if her husband's eyes went from I don't know like brown to black or green to black it definitely would have been noticed they would have said something so he definitely had black eyes to begin with that's fair I'm just okay okay very passionate about this issue I'll move on um my next thing is that so when an angel falls we know that Magnus his dad is one of like a demon who's a fallen angel that's Mm -hmm. why he can use a witch light like this is something they discuss in the book but my question is when they fall what happens to the composition of their blood like how is it different from the blood they had before because Magnus as uh as a being is half human half demon and he's a warlock but if his if he can also use a witch light, wouldn't he also be part angel? So how did his dad being a fallen angel make him? I don't know if I'm making any sense right now. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. My brain kind of hurts, but I do understand what you're talking about. How his dad, his dad's like part angel, part demon. Yeah, Therefore- like- Magnus is part angel, demon, human. But like, does he have a different blood composition than other warlocks because of his parentage? Exactly. Like his dad, his dad, when his dad was an angel, had angel blood. And then Mm -hmm. he became a demon. So now he has demon blood, Mm -hmm. but his son can still use angel things. Mm -hmm. So how is he also a a demon? Mm Mm-hmm. It's my questions, my problem, my maintenance issues are very, like... Blood, biologically, <laughs> yeah. biological issues. I mean, I literally, I have no answer for you. You're going to have to petition Cassandra Clare to answer you. That's the only way you'll get what you want. Okay, I have one final thing. Oh my gosh. If it's and, and then we'll move on, and then I won't talk <laughs> for a bit. Okay. So, the family trees in this book just seem super complicated 
complicated. I couldn't decide between complex and complicated. I'm sorry. And I think that strictly from a biological point of view, there would be a lot of inbreeding. So it's not necessarily a bad idea to be making a lot more shadow hunters. Granted, like maybe I don't agree with Sebastian making them all evil, but just making more in general, like I feel like shadow hunters are very clicky. Like they're like, we're shadow hunters mm-hmm. and we're better than everyone. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, tell that to me when you have eight toes. Yeah, when when you're inbred, there's like a, someone in the monarchy who was so inbred that he like drooled all the time and his jaw was super deformed. And the fact that all shadow hunters are portrayed as beautiful, I think, is kind of fake. It's biologically fake because if they're that inbred, they need to have issues. But I think that the one reason that Cassandra Claire gets away with this is because when. Sebastian is trying to hook up with Clary he was like no no it's not like humans inbreeding makes us stronger like I I don't know if you remember that I'm I don't I don't remember that but I'm not surprised Sebastian said that because he wants to justify banging his sister that's true which is the fact that I have to say that sentence out loud is just so bad but uh Okay, I I see all of your maintenance issues. They are issues. I agree with you. Now let's, you have the floor. Go. I have the floor. Okay, my issues are are also, like, Simran thinks I'm crazy for this one. But in City of Ashes, Maya said that she dated Bat and that Bat cheated on her with, with a witch named Eve, okay? But in City of Heavenly Fire, Bat says that he broke up with Maya to give her space that's a maintenance issue that's inconsistencies because Maya said that he cheated on her but in City of Heavenly Fire she said that he broke up with her this is incorrect you know get your facts straight you know what so my my rebuttal is that it was probably just a miscommunication but yeah I feel like maybe Cassie just didn't remember she definitely did (laughs) but I did so you know what hire me as your editor Cassie because I would never have let this happen which is what a lot of things happen actually that's very true but anyways I also have a bone to pick with Cassie about Asmodeus so he's literally a prince of hell and you know when they're in Edom and they're trying to get back to the human world you're gonna tell me that he let everybody live and just took Simon's memory and even that he didn't do properly Like, I'm thinking, if a prince of hell takes your memories, it should be gone. There should be nothing that can be done to retrieve them, you know? Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, I feel like demons just really like memories, so that was just enough for him, you know? But like, I don't know why, but it was. I just don't understand. I just don't understand why nobody got, got taken. And nobody, he could have snapped and all of them would have been juice, you know? Like, why did he let them go? I don't know. That's a good question. But um, we can just move on to your favorite subject. Clary and Jace, OTP. Literally, I base all of my love lives based off of Clary and Jace. If it's anything like their relationship, I instantly run away. (laughs) Perfect. Okay, my number one thing that I hate is Jace's penchant for pulling Clary into alleys and making out with her. This is getting really old because, you know, they're not the only couple in the Mortal Instrument universe, but they certainly act like they are. Like, give me some Malik, some Izzy and Simon. I would 
even rather read about Jocelyn and Luke, for heaven's sake. I just can't take another alley makeout scene in the rain. I can't take it. Oh my god, I forgot about Luke. Actually, he's my favorite character. Change my mind. Uh, <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> or maybe Jocelyn, you know? I would, um, I would have to end our friendship if Jocelyn was your favorite character. There is way too much of... They're very, like main character like I get it that they are actually technically the main characters of this book but they act like it too and I don't like that but it's like if there was a variety then I would be okay like every single time it's like oh I can't touch you because I'll hurt you I'll kill you or oh I'm gonna make out with her in this alley like there's no variety like make out with her in 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 an ocean like Persebeth uh-huh yeah they- <laughs> <laughs> now that's a couple that I root for that's a main character couple that I would just love to read books upon books about like this is just Clary and Jace is just not it like okay sure they deserve each other because I hate them both but (laughs) (laughs) like man yeah it's bad I'm surprised sorry no you go you go I'm surprised that's like your biggest issue because it's it's okay honestly it's not my biggest issue it's just an issue that I'm passionate about I think the elephant in the room right now the biggest thing that we're avoiding but we're going to talk about right now is Clary and Jace's first time oh my god so firstly I think that this is perpetuating the fact that everyone's first time needs to be magical and like a big deal which is absolutely false and I think it's like creating fake expectations for first times but secondly you mean to tell me that Jace brought a condom to the demon realm? Um, yeah, he did. Why? That fully means that he was expecting to have sex. Yeah. You don't in, just carry around demon, condoms with you. In the demon realm. I just, I just can't believe it. Demon realm. If it was, like, anywhere else. You know, like, if they were going on, like, you know, a mission to Berlin. Also... I just thought of this but don't like condoms get like denatured if they're not like stored properly and if he's always being heavenly fire wouldn't it not work like wouldn't that's true his body temperature is up because he's fire so I just I hated that scene so much yeah me too and I have more to ponder about their first time Firstly, firstly, how did Jace not burn her while they were banging? He burnt her every other time. If I were him, I would be worried about shish kebabbing my girlfriend. Also, can you just imagine the look on Lilith's face when she's like vibing, you know, she's just traveling Edom. She's like, I'm just going to go on a little field trip. And then she finds a used condom on the floor. That's, that's so disgusting. They're probably littering too, because it's not like there's like a garbage can somewhere. Yeah, and what's oh my god, do? that's so bad. What if he like what is he gonna do? Put it in his pocket? Like that's gross. That is gross. Oh my god. <laughs> Ew. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's our two cents on uh the condom and Edom, Jace and Clary's first time. Uh overall, I would just say negative 10 out of 10. Agreed. It wasn't okay. for me. No. It wasn't for me, but you know what was for me? The nice segue here. Um, 
gem. <laughs> the fact that the fact that Brother Zachariah changed from Brother Zachariah to Gem. Like I loved the buildup. You don't expect Brother Zachariah to be Gem. Like you meet him in City of Bones, but then you get all of these like little foreshadowing tips about him having like a special interest in Jace because he's a Herondale and you know being humorous and being like hot for a silent brother. And then all of the unraveling that revealed him to be Gem. I think that was really well done by Cassie. I like another thing that was well done and I think was showing like the Blackthorns and Emma when they were younger at the beginning and throughout the book um which leads into the dark artifices so she kind of ties um the last book especially into both of her next series Mm -hmm. yeah like unlike Tessa where Cassandra (laughs) Clare literally spent five books not even saying Tessa's name despite Tessa being so integral in Clary and Jocelyn's life like their last name is literally based off of Tessa and then all of a sudden bang like she's so relevant in City of Heavenly Fire yeah I think that was a little bit of of an oversight I think I don't know like the order that I read the books in was I completely read the Mortal Instruments and Infernal Devices and then Dark Artifices but I think that sometimes people recommend to like partially read um like read the first three books or first four books of the Mortal Instruments and then read uh, Clockwork Angel or something? I don't know. I think I would suggest doing that, but... It would make more sense with the introduction of um, Tessa especially and Gem would mean more to you, I think. Yeah, I agree with that statement, but once you start the infertile devices I don't think that like if all three are out like there's no like stopping you know like you're just gonna read it all yeah that's what I did like I tried I really did but it's it's a really good series and so I'm super excited to be reviewing them next yeah um so another I guess this I don't know if it could be a maintenance issue but it's just like the magic as op magical tools (laughs) One of them is the Heavenly Fire. Mm-hmm. And I mean, my issue with it is mostly about Jem getting cured. Like, it's like, oh my God, medical miracle. And he just uses it and gets cured. I think that Avika has a lot more issues with it than I do. I also I- just think it would be hilarious if Jace could breathe out Heavenly Fire like a dragon. But that's all I have to say about it. I think the fact that he can't do that is an oversight. But do we know that he can't do that? Did he try? He's so boring that he wouldn't even, he wouldn't even bother to try. Like, that's the first thing I would do. I'd be like, do I, like, emit flames? Like, am am I a dragon? dragon? Am I a dragon? That would be my number one question. But I'm just confused as to how Heavenly Fire works. Like, it seems very, like, deus ex machina to me. Like, whatever problem that you have, it can just be solved with Heavenly Fire. Kind of like, like a stele, right? Sebastian can't be killed. Oh, use Heavenly Fire. Jem is a silent brother. Mm, Use Heavenly Fire. Now he's not. If you want to have a pretty ring of fire around you while you bang your sister, but thought she was your sister, but she's not actually your sister for the first time, use Heavenly Fire. Is there a demon attacking you and eat him? Explode Heavenly Fire. Like, what can't it do? Be a dragon. can't be we don't even know that for sure like that's speculation (laughs) that's true that's true in in my mind uh you can you can breathe 
heavenly fire like you're a dragon but it's up to the person to be smart enough to do that which and the jace fact that, exactly the fact that jace didn't is just the reason why he's that's why he's not my favorite character it's because he's boring like if he was any type of bread it would be like uncooked white bread he's just like sarcastic and cassie made him super sarcastic but that didn't really make up for the fact that he didn't have a personality like that was his only trait yeah he's hot and sarcastic but he couldn't do anything else like 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 come on like there are so many books out there where character development and personality is a one and you expect me to eat the crumbs that you are giving me no no i refuse 12 year old me though is like yeah <laughs> literally twelve yes. year old jays oh my god marry me but let's oh not god. talk about that um okay so next we're gonna go over some of our pet peeves um honestly the entire series <laughs> riddled with pet peeves but my the main offense in this book why does she keep saying verdigris eyes like they're blue they are blue okay so I, I actually have nothing against verdigris eyes blue eyes the word verdigris or you know eyes in general I'm sure verdigris I don't like it but the fact that Cassandra Clare uses verdigris so often like so often makes me angry because one why are you talking about eye color so much say it once and move on and two, just because it's an uncommon word doesn't mean you have to shove it down my eye sockets, okay? Okay. <laughs> so and just a little reply about why is she talking about eye color so much? Why does she talk about it and not explain why Isabel's eyes are black? <laughs> <and> <laughs> like, if you're going to talk about it so much, at least answer my questions. Anyways, my pet peeves. Well, one of them, I just kind of thought it was funny that Jordan has like the tattoo that says like Shanti repeatedly and they're like oh my god it's so deep Jace is like oh yeah I know it means the peace that passes understanding and like people say it when they're praying but all I can think of is like my mom uses it to tell me to like chill out yeah my mom and does too there's also like it's also a name like and there's also like a movie with that word and it's just like I, I physically can't think of it as like a deep word. I just think of my mom being like, calm down. Yeah. By like using that word, right? And like, to me, that's funny because it's like one of like, you know, those people who like go on vacation to India and they come back and they're like, I am so cultured. Yeah, and I'm namaste. Like, <laughs> my second thing is Jace says, then why have you given us so many second chances? Like, at that point, they're just called chances. Yeah, very true. It's not a second chance. It's a third chance, fourth chance, fifth chance, sixth chance. Yeah, so many second chances. It's not an oxymoron, but is it? No, it's not. I don't know what it is. I it's something I stupid. It's stupid, okay? Like Jace. Exactly. <laughs> and my, my third pet peeve is when Clary sees this fake future thingy and she's upset about a sister that she never had like I mean, dude are you surprised she has zero sense clary has literally zero sense i mean i guess that it could it, it would have been saddening knowing that like the like what would you say like the the possibility of that family it was possible like you know like that could have been her family if her father was normal but I think it's stupid to dwell on what ifs right that's a really big if her father was normal and yeah. not an yeah. evil evil man who tried to yeah. like 
and like not everyone. only was your father evil but your brother was also evil so like 50 percent of your family is evil <laughs> what are you getting at but now let's go into things that we actually liked i have nothing to say i have one thing to say um alec made fun of jace and was like oh i love her oh she's my sister and i thought that was very funny i don't think people make fun of clay's clay's clary and jace often enough and alec just like went for it as he should like imagine one of your closest friends like is deeply infatuated with their sister i would never ever let them live that down well firstly i would check them into therapy and then when they came out i would never let them live it down right i think that's it i think all that's left is our ratings to which you know since this is the final book in the mortal instrument series i'm I'm not gonna hate on it too too hard but i did find that the ending the ending wasn't memorable enough for me. I think that there was too many happy endings and I don't care if that makes me macabre. I think that it's tacky to have things end so easily and without a bang. So for that, I'm going to give it a B minus. I have to agree with you for the rating. It wasn't amazing. And the reason it's not getting a worse rating is because um, I like how she introduced Julian and Emma. And like, I never really thought about it when I first read it. Cause I mentioned this before I read the mortal instruments completely. And then the infernal devices. And actually I only read the dark artifices this year. So it didn't mean absolutely anything to me actually, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but after rereading it, it was, it was good. I mean, yeah, I think that it was, it's interesting how it ties in all of her other series. And I think that's why I'm not going to rate, rate it lower, but yeah. you know, it, it, it was the best. Well, let's leave it there. <laughs> all right. So uh, that is all we have for you guys today. Make sure to follow at Yappin with us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. The question we will leave you guys to ponder with is what are your thoughts on Emma and Julian? Thanks for listening, and we will meet you in another book world. <laughs>